When we're reading scripture, we have to learn to look beyond the surface meaning so that we can see the teaching embedded within the text. The disciples had to learn this the hard way. When Jesus told them to feed the people, they only thought of physical bread. And when they were told to go into the world, they became scared of a storm. What they didn't realize is that bread is more than bread, and storms can be faced when they put their trust in Christ. The question for us, will we be like the disciples and waver in our faith? Or will we be loyal to the commission given to us by God and walk the way? You're listening to The Way with Father Dustin Lyon, a podcast of the Ephesus School Network. Welcome back to The Way Podcast. I'm your host, Father Dustin. The reading is from the Holy Gospel of Matthew. Let us be attentive. And right away he made his students board the boat and go ahead of him to the opposite shore while he sent the crowds away. Once he'd sent the crowds away, he climbed up a high mountain to pray on his own. And when evening came, he was alone there. Now the boat was already many stages away from land and was being pounded by waves as the wind was against them. And during the fourth watch of the night, he came toward them, walking on the sea. And when the students saw him walking on the sea, they were frantic, saying, It's a ghost! And they cried out in fear. But right away, Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be brave, it's me, don't be afraid. But Peter answered him by saying, Master, if it's you, order me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. Then Peter got out of the boat, walked on the water, and went towards Jesus. But seeing how powerful the wind was, he was frightened. And as he started to sink, he shouted the words, Master, save me. And right away, Jesus stretched out his hand, took hold of him, and said to him, You, with hardly any trust, why did you waver? And once they'd climbed up into the boat, the wind stopped, and those on the boat prostrated themselves before him, saying, Truly, you are God's Son. Then they crossed over and came to the land at Genesaret. Glory to you, O Lord, glory to you. This past Sunday's Gospel reading which was the ninth Sunday of Matthew, boils down to two themes. Jesus' command to go out and teach the world and our loyalty or trust in doing as he commands. But this gospel reading also has a larger context, one which includes the previous Sunday's reading, the reading for the eighth Sunday of Matthew so that we can see how the ninth Sunday of Matthew and the eighth Sunday of Matthew go together, let's review the eighth Sunday, the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000. In that reading, we find Jesus in the desert with a large crowd of people who are hungry. But this doesn't stop Jesus from having compassion on the people and making this desert a garden 
full of food. But before he does it himself, Jesus turns to his disciples and asks them to feed the people. But they don't understand what Jesus wants them to do. They think Jesus is talking about actual food. But is he? Because the disciples misunderstand, they bring him five loaves of bread and two fish. Symbolically, the five loaves represent the five books of Moses, and the two fish represent the major and minor prophets. This is Matthew's way of telling us that there's something more going on, something other than bodily nourishment. In other words, what Jesus wants his disciples to do is teach the people, feed them with the words of God that are contained within the whole of Scripture, that is, heavenly bread. His prompting of the disciples to teach is a result of the leaders of the day, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, not feeding the people with God's instructions. Instead of giving the people the bread that comes from heaven, the religious teachers of the day made the people feed them with the bread that comes from earth. Similarly, the disciples also thought that Jesus was talking about the bread of the earth, bread that, once eaten, is no more. But unlike normal bread, heavenly bread is never completely consumed, and it can be passed on to feed others. At the end of the passage, Jesus tells his disciples to get into the boat and go to the other side. Interestingly, he sends them ahead of himself out on their own. In other words, he's symbolically commissioning them to go out by way of the Roman Sea, that is the Mediterranean, to continue to feed the people in the same way that he's been feeding the people by empowering them with the Word of God. At this point, we transition to the reading for the ninth Sunday of Matthew. As the disciples cross the sea, a storm arises, and when Jesus comes to them walking on that sea, they think he's a phantom. Perhaps this means that they believe Jesus' teaching has no substance, and as a result, Peter starts to sink. But Jesus reaches out and saves him. What Peter lacked was pistis, that is, trust in the teaching, loyalty to what Jesus had taught them. In most translations, pistis is usually translated as faith or belief. The problem with these translations is that English speakers often understand faith and belief as a set of propositions to be understood, such as dogmas or the creed. What Jesus is talking about here is more than belief or understanding. He's talking about trust, which implies action. Peter failed to act and trust that feeding the people with the gospel is the right thing to do. When Peter asked him to feed the people with heavenly bread, Peter didn't think it was enough. So instead of leaning upon what he had been taught, He puts his trust in five earthly loaves of bread instead. Jesus shows them again how to feed the people with heavenly bread so that he can send them out. But when Jesus commissions them to take God's bread around the world, the disciples again lack 
trust. A storm arises and the disciples give in to fear. Even when Jesus comes to them, their loyalty wavers and they don't believe that it could be their Lord coming to them. This storm, like the bread, is something more than a physical storm. It represents the chaos that comes to us as we try to follow Jesus' command to feed the people. Just like the disciples, Jesus is calling us to feed the people with the bread that comes from heaven. And just like the disciples, as we head out crossing the sea, we encounter storms. It happened to Paul. Listen to what he writes to the Corinthians. With much greater labors, with far more imprisonments, with more severe beatings, facing death many times. Five times I received from the Judeans forty lashes, less one. Three times I was beaten with a rod. Once I received a stoning. Three times I suffered shipwreck. A night and a day I spent adrift in the open sea. I've been on journeys many times, in dangers from rivers, in dangers from robbers, in dangers from my own countrymen, in dangers from Gentiles, in dangers in the city, in dangers in the wilderness, in dangers at sea, in dangers from false brothers, in hard work and toil, through many sleepless nights, in hunger and thirst, many times without food, in cold and without enough clothing. Apart from other things, there is the daily pressure on me of my anxious concern for all the churches. Who is weak? I am not weak. Paul faced a lot of storms as he crossed the sea, yet he remained loyal to Christ. He trusted that he was doing what his Lord commanded him to do. The real test of trust is will we today heed Jesus' command to evangelize even when it seems like we're losing? Will we be found trustworthy with the heavenly bread that's been entrusted to us and walked away, even if it's into an oncoming storm? That's a question only you can answer. Until next time, God bless.